Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. The eloquent tones from the silky voices of the two men who lead you into all truth. Alan Smith, Jeff Rowland. Welcome to the Smith and Rowland podcast. Thank you very much, Mr. Rowland. I am not Jeff Rowland. You're quite welcome. And I'm Alan Smith. And I am not Alan Smith. That's right. That's right. You are. You're Jeff Rowland. And I'm not. I'm Jeff Rowland. That's That's right. right. And I enjoy being Jeff Rowland. (laughs) I've been Jeff Rowland now for 60 years. You realize we're capable of of having this type conversation for an hour. (laughs) Our listeners don't know that, but we are capable. Not only are we capable, we've done it. We've done it. We have done it before. before. And at the end of it, it made total sense to us. That's right. As a matter of fact, we left thinking, my, my. What a great conversation. <laughs> that's right. That's I right. mean, see what? Don't my mind, please. Don't I've, my mind. I've I mean, already my mind. When you, I've already my yeah, mind. Yeah, when you go to yeah. my mind, it just throws me off the truck. <laughs> hey, listen, we've got wars and rumors of wars. We do. I know you've heard that before somewhere. Yeah. And matter of fact, I, yeah. that has been spoken now for 2,000 years. Mm, yeah, because we've had wars and rumors of wars for 2,000 years. That's exactly right. But yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, I know that we've always had that, Jeff, but yeah. never before have we had the capability of sharing about these wars so quickly. That's exactly right. Furthermore, never before, I don't believe in the history. Well, I, I'll say it this way. Never before in the last 75 years have we had a war going on with Russia and Israel simultaneously. Wow. Now that's a thought. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a scary thought. That's a scary thought. That is a scary thought, especially when it's already been discovered that many of the weapons Hamas has used are Russian and Chinese-made weapons. Well, Just there you uh, go. Well, I mean, I feel a little better now. Well, and another uh, scary because thought. Because have of, you used anything from China lately? Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just I saying. I feel sure I'm that just, I have. I'm, I'm just saying. It's not necessarily top of the line stuff. Right, I maybe heard somebody right. feeling there, but well, you know, well, it, we always have we we always have the saying, "Oh no, it's made in China." It's oh no, it's made in China. And furthermore, a rocket that Islamic Jihad, another group that supports Hamas in the Gaza Strip, a rocket that they let off that was supposed to have landed in Israel, exploded in the middle of the air and took out the Gazan hospital. Yeah, that's right. uh, Over 300 people were killed. That's exactly right. Hey, something else to consider. Our president is now meeting with Prime Minister Netanyahu, while Vladimir Putin is meeting today with the president of China. Oh, my goodness. No, not the same day. Yeah, same day. No, same, 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 same. Yeah. My, my. So we've just got things to pick. Oh, you used the my, my. You my, my. Well, well, you've already contaminated me. I have no choice but my, my. (laughs) But these are scary things, and they're scary times and dangerous times. I would say that Paul was right that in the last days, perilous times would come, and boy, we're smack dab in the middle of it. That's for sure. I'm telling you what's truth, Jeff. It is perilous, and it is it will leave your little belly like it's going around in circles if you watch too much of this news. 
The only way yeah. I can get myself settled down is I have to read the Word of God. I can read the Word of God about end times. It doesn't make that swirl. But when I watch the news, yeah. if you get too much of it in a day's time, which you and I will try to keep up with it, so in our podcast, we're, we yeah. have somewhat type of opinions. But if you watch too much of it, it'll kind of start making you nauseated. Well, that's true. And also, if scholars around the world would be honest, I mean, really painfully honest. We would all have to say that we thought we'd be gone by now. Yeah, well, I would have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, not, a I, I'm, not, a I'm not a scholar, and I readily admit that I thought we'd be gone by now. And if all of the uh, theologians were honest, they would say the same thing, that yeah, we yeah. didn't think we'd be around to see some of these things, these events that we're seeing. But what it is doing, it's helping to shape our spirit and shape our theology. I got to say, we started off saying that, you know, we've been hearing of wars and rumors of wars for 2,000 years. And I got to tell you, Alan, I, I preached a little bit of this last Sunday and I'm contemplating picking up on it again next week. But I got to say that when God drops a word into our dimension of time, then it becomes immediately active all the way until its fulfillment, which means. It grows in intensity until the day it is fulfilled. And that's what we're seeing here across the span of 2,000 years when Jesus said, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing the intensity of that build to a crescendo of fulfillment. And I think that's where we're at. Yeah, there's no doubt. Actually, I think there's no doubt. Jeff, you got this term. That's called, it's a, well, some people call it a theory of war. And it was done by Thomas Aquinas, I think it was, you know. Yeah, right. Well, I guess Constantine, I think back in the day, that'd be in 300 yeah. AD, 312, somewhere in there. And it was Constantine had this dream that he saw a cross on the shield of his army. They were going into war. And so he had them actually put crosses on their shields, you know, paint a right. cross. So I think it was Thomas Aquinas, I could be corrected, but. Someone, I think it was him, wrote up this, how could Christians go to war and it'll be morally correct yeah. was the mm -hmm. task that was set before him. So he came up with either three or five points of what would constitute a moral, if you will, a war. Yeah, and that's what's war. A, a just war. And I think the Geneva Convention was maybe on the war topic even adapted or adopted <laughs> yeah. is the correct word uh, mm -hmm. some of these things that he came up with so therefore if you're in the west some people say well, how does hamas win there and kill women babies and all of this it's because they didn't know that war had rules to it we in the west put with it <laughs> so to yeah. speak yeah so they're That's not right. going by any rules of war because yeah. they're trying to cause fear instill fear yep. and on everybody. And so they don't necessarily have, they're very immoral. So how can you have a moral war? Well, number one, you don't go in and kill innocent people, women and children. But this thinking of this, if you will, of the rules of war, my understanding historically, maybe it goes beyond that, but my research is showing with Thomas Aquinas and him trying to make, bring reasoning to Christians on why you could go to war. Yeah. Well, a just war was actually, you know, you see that even through the Civil War, 
taking place between Britain and, and America, Revolutionary War, rather, yeah. taking place between Britain and, and America, there was rules of engagement. There was rules of war, rules to govern war. However, the terrorist organizations don't play by the same rules because the justification or the standard they use in the writings of the prophet Muhammad differs from the writings of the Lord Jesus and yeah. the word of God. Those rules differ yeah. because among the Islamic world, the rules of a just war to them is to kill every Christian and kill every Jew. Yeah. And yeah. by whatever means necessary to rid the world of infidels. Right. I'll be honest with you, Alan, there is a parallel between uh, what we talked about yesterday in replacement theology and the Islamic rules of war. What the Islamic rules of war states is that the world should be rid of the Jews so that they can, and the world should be rid of infidels so that they can prepare the world for Islamic rule under Muhammad. Replacement yeah, yeah. theology basically teaches that the church has replaced Israel, and our mandate is to prepare the world for the coming kingdom of Christ so that when he returns, we can just hand to him the kingdom. Yeah. And so there are parallels between that. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. mean to get us off topic. That is not off topic in my book. That's on topic because Hamas wants to replace Israel in Jerusalem. Hamas yeah, wants right. to replace Israel. And they want to totally replace them with themselves is what Hamas wants to do. And now, yeah. so that teaches us something, Jeff, that teaches us. And all the way through scripture, when the little baby boys were to be killed and, and on and on and on it goes, the Satan, the dark side has always tried to replace God's people, the nation Israel. Yeah. And he has used the same tactic uh, now as in the New Testament Christian. But where I think New Testament Christians have bought in to this replacement of Israel is now we see that it got into the church, Jeff. You know, God forbid. I'm, it just mm -hmm. So yeah. it's always been this thing out there. We need to understand there's been different forms, different fashions, different packaging, if you will, to the same, the very same lie, the very same atrocity mm -hmm. of someone or somebody replacing God's people, Israel. Yeah. And so this has been with us forever and a day ever since Abraham. Yeah. And uh, so it's been, it's been with us the whole time, but it does there's a lot of egg on our face as far as the Christian church is concerned. Mm -hmm. When we bought into that, yeah, the church is so good and it's so great. It's going to replace Israel. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that we've bought into something. And now when you do that, Jeff, and now all of a sudden it changes your whole view of scripture. You basically have to use, a, you have to make an allegory out of scripture. You don't take too much scripture literally. You have to have some type of spiritual application. And then, you know, then you can write really whatever you want to. In other words, the Bible yeah. doesn't really mean what it says. So, uh, and I'm not trying to bash that so much, but I am trying to point out we need to all be very careful because idols are when you replace God with an idol. I, an yeah. idol is when you replace, uh, all of that's replacement type theology. It's always trying to replace God in your life, in your heart. In yep. your theology, in your Bible. And mm -hmm. there again, that's just a truth we need to understand. It's just like some men are trying to replace themselves and be female. The yep. opposite is, is all of this replacement stuff 
God creates things, Jeff. And when God creates it, it needs to stay what he's created. So, yeah, but mankind, right. always, just like we've got GMOs and corn and wheat, where man's replacing genetically what God has put here. Yeah, that's and right. And I think that's, I think it's tremendously dangerous, but we need to see the big picture of what, anytime you're trying to replace of what God's created with what man thinks is a better form of replacement, got to understand our goal is to discover and to read what God says is and what God created. And then I think we need to respect and nurture what God has created. Anytime, yep. if you're in a corporate company, Jeff, when somebody wants to climb the ladder, they want to, I want to replace this person that's over me. I want to replace this. Or anytime you get into a struggle, it's always replacement mentality is my point. Yeah. So anytime we get into this replacement type thinking, we need to really check ourselves. This could not be God. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? That's right. It may not and be God. I, I told somebody be, last we, night that replacement theology, to my way of looking at it, is the greatest era of Bible doctrine you could ever is, embrace. I agree. Now, in terms of this just theory of war, and you're correct, it was Thomas Aquinas that brought, that come up with okay. that, at least that slogan, that, that idea right. that was birthed from others as well. And right. it surrounded the dynamics of the Christian world coming into being embraced by the governments of that day, things like that. But now, in terms of that, war has changed even since I was in the military. I was in the military okay. in the early 80s. War has changed. For example, we're fighting a different war now. You've got people like Hamas who they don't wear uniforms. It's not like right. you can tell who they are. They hide behind their own citizens. Israel told the citizens of northern Gaza to evacuate. Hamas wouldn't let them do it. The reason is because they're hiding behind their own citizens. That's right. They target, not military targets, but they target private citizens. I find it amazing. Israel, they don't target citizens. They target military targets. Right, And I right, find it right, amazing right. that we had some people in our own Congress that was bashing Israel for the hospital in Gaza being bombed. Israel did not target that hospital. And furthermore, Israel came out with drone video evidence of where that rocket came from and who sent it off. And their own rocket bombed their own hospital. And then they blamed wow. Israel for it. Wow. So I'm wow. saying that even though you've got this theory of a just war, it's going to be real hard to keep up with the principles of a just war when you're fighting an unjust army yeah, that, yeah, don't, yeah. that don't follow those rules. And, don't, you know, Prime Minister Netanyahu said this morning, he said, we're going to attempt with everything in us to not have so much collateral damage. But he said, there is no way that we can prosecute this war if the ones we're going after are hiding behind women and children and their own citizens. Right, so right, yeah. they have to dismantle Hamas. They have no choice. Yeah. And they're going well, to Jeff, have to eventually dismantle Hezbollah because they're not going to have any choice. Jeff, you know, when we were in school, you used to always have bullies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. You know, it. We used to, of course, where I went to school, there they was some fights break out time around you know, high school and stuff. And, uh, yeah. But we had this term that we would call someone, well, he's a dirty fighter. 
And what yeah. you meant by that, if you were going to fight somebody, you know, you had to terminology. You don't hit below the belt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And, yeah. and so you just had different little rules there. You don't pull a knife on somebody. <laughs> if you yeah, don't fight, right. okay, let's just duke it that's out right. or whatever. But we had this term called a dirty fighter. And a dirty yeah. fighter is somebody that hits you below the belt. So a dirty fighter is like, that's what I'm seeing Hamas is doing today. And I'm not, and with Israel, I think Israel needs to hold a moral standard. Okay, right. they have been invaded yeah. and they do have to do some things, but they still don't need just to throw caution to the wind. I mean, yeah. they don't need to go in there and kill their women and babies either, just right. because yeah. that's what was done to them. So my point is you have if you go in, kill women and children and and these people at this rock concert or whatever they had over there. I saw mm -hmm. a video yesterday where somebody there at that concert had their cell phone and it had it showed i don't i think it was six or eight of these paragliders were coming yep. in towards them and they thought it was part of the show yeah right yeah you saw it saying? was actually hamas then, terrorists yeah hamas terrorists and then all of a sudden and i saw the cell phone they, they've got it up on youtube yeah and all of a sudden they started shooting them yeah and of course yeah. everybody started running but uh, of course it killed a lot of them wounded a lot of them but my point is that's dirty fighters you know what I'm saying? In other words, yeah that's right you go in that's and kill right. people and and i don't even think you can carry weapons i don't think you can carry guns in israel can you jeff i don't know that you can get I, i'm I not sure i'm not i don't sure. think you can I, um, i'm not either you may, but you I may not be able to i, I, don't, I, I don't know I don't, if uh, you do get one i think you got to go through five thousand permits yeah. but nonetheless to do that is dirty fighting. But when you come to war, to assume that you're going to have a more war, that's kind of hard to pull together anyway. <laughs> yeah, it really saying? is. I mean, you, is. you know, in just in keeping with your analogy there, Mike Tyson was a heavyweight boxing champion that everybody feared. Uh -huh. And he fought Evander Holyfield, and Mike Tyson was getting beat. So he decided to bite the ear off. Of uh, <laughs> yeah, Evander Holyfield. That's a dirty right. fighter. I, I remember that now. I <laughs> that's a dirty that. fighter. That's yeah, a dirty that, fighter. That is. That is. And uh, it's is. like, I mean, and everybody knows the fact that terrorists have no rules of engagement. That's why they chose to fly airplanes into the World Trade Center. That's right. And uh, just so everybody understands the scope of what's going on, thank God we haven't seen anything yet in America. But we have untold terrorists that have come across our southern border unchecked wow. that are floating around and living among us. And unfortunately, we now have con some people, some folks in Congress that's wanting us to bring many of the Gazans over here as refugees to live in America. Well, I got to tell oh, you, Egypt God. won't allow it because Egypt knows what these citizens are capable of. but. Somehow or another, we don't. I got to tell you, Alan, it looks like this war is going to be fought on several fronts, not just the southern front of Israel, but the northern front of Israel. And it very well could be fought on our own land here in America as well. I don't know. If, and, didn't you hear that rant Rick Joyner had last week? Yes, exactly. I, as and, a matter uh, of fact, he even had some statistics in that of Iranians and others that have crossed our border. And that's just the ones we know about. And it was into the hundreds. Of, wow. Now, I'm not saying that all of those wow. folks are terrorists, but we're naive and kidding ourselves to think that the terrorist organizations, with the access that they now have to technology, they have got sleeper cells in America already, and they're fueling those cells with people coming across our southern border. 
That's right. There's that's no right. doubt about that. There's absolutely no doubt about that, Jeff. Yeah, uh, that's that's happening right, you know, right before our eyes. And Rick uh, Joyner covered that. And Chris Reed also had a dream here just in the last week or so. I think it's on Sid Roth now. Actually, uh, Kingdom Prophetic Society, the organization, little organization you and I have together, we sent that out. You can go to KPS, KingdomPropheticSociety.org, go under our video button, and yep. you can see uh, Chris Reed there where he had a dream. I think I've got Rick Joyner's rant there also, I think, Jeff, but it's under videos Good. if you go to KingdomPropheticSociety.org and you can see those videos. Yeah, people uh, need to go there and, and watch that because the things that they declare in those two videos Alan, I fear it's going to become a reality. I think Chris, basically his conclusion was as it goes in Israel, it'll go in here in America. That was what he said. Now that yeah. phrase has caught on around the world just a little bit. I've seen it pop up. His quote there, as it goes, as goes Israel, so goes America. I think it was yeah. the way he said that. From a spiritual context, I am in total agreement with that. From a natural context, I am in total agreement with that. And this is the scary thing. The terrorist organizations are very much in agreement with that. That's right. That's they, right. they would love to destroy our country as well as Israel. Wow. This thing of a just war, I think, is going to have to kind of fly by the wayside, even in the totality of all of the principles surrounding the theory of a just war, because we're not fighting a just enemy and we're not fighting a just war. This well, is that, an unjust war. Yeah. Well, I think that there lies your answer. You're yes, not fighting absolutely. a that's right. Yeah. You got an unholy war here, if you will. Yeah, this is an unholy yes. war. The terrorists call it a holy war, and it's actually just the opposite. It is an it's, unholy it's an un, war. It, it is an unholy war. And well, I think I'll we also need to say this, Alan. I think you'd agree with this right quick that if this war is not going to just be won or lost with weapons, it's yeah. going to be won or lost through prayer through intercession, through exalting Jesus right. Christ as the only Savior and committing to that fully. That's right. And this one's bigger than us, Jeff. Yes, it is. <laughs> this is it sure this is. is. This is a, this one's bigger is. than us. Yeah. And this is we need a God moment. We need to and I and we just pray that God will prevail, which yeah, he will and bring peace uh, to Jerusalem. And, and also yeah. let's just point out because of 1948, Israel's not going to be defeated in war no, again. Uh -uh. They may that's suffer great losses, but they're not going to be defeated. No, that's just not going to happen, is it? Yeah, that's right. Okay, buddy. Well, listen, we've got our time used up here, Jeff. And so we'll be praying for the peace of Jerusalem, praying for them. Yeah. And we are in uh, unprecedented times. Yeah, boy, uh, perilous times, ladies I'm and gentlemen. I'm telling you what I thought. We talked about this for years, and now, son of a gun, we woke up and we're here. And we're here. We're here. <laughs> we're absolutely <laughs> here. And if people want to stay on top of this situation, all you got to do is tune in to the arbiters of truth. That's the eloquent right. Come tones, on. The silky smooth voices Bring of on. Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland right. right here on the That's Smith and Rowland podcast. Right. A, can I insert something here? You've used the silky term twice today. I, I just feel right. uncomfortable with the silky term. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's this? <laughs> Stay tuned to the rough, coarse voices of <laughs> Alan Smith right now. and Jeff Rowe. Okay. Well, that's, well, <laughs> that's, 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 well, well, you say you always <laughs> got to go to extreme. You, you never can pull it to the middle. All right, Rowland. Be careful, All right. buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> okay, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. 
Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowan Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollinshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.